Hi, I'm Jeff Scott, and I want to welcome you to the Love and Sex Podcast. During this show, we are going to discuss everything related to relationships and sex, from the ordinary to the controversial. While I'm not a doctor, I'm here to share my experiences, mistakes, and the valuable lessons I've learned to find love and happiness. Hey everyone, I'm Jeff Scott and I want to welcome you into the very first episode of the Love and Sex Podcast. I am super excited to be releasing the first episode and I'm so looking forward to all of the future episodes to come. As you probably heard while the introduction to the show was playing, this show is really going to be focused around topics and discussions that relate to our relationships and our sex lives. And I'll be honest, some of those conversations are going to be more of your everyday type topics that we deal with in relationships, and it's going to range to those more thought-provoking and controversial topics. And it's really meant to get us all in a position where we can be a little bit more open-minded, gain some new perspectives, and ultimately be in relationships that are happier and healthier. And who doesn't want that? The other thing you may have also heard during the introduction is I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not claiming to be a doctor. I'm not claiming to be some certified expert therapist. I'm not a marriage counselor, but I also don't believe that we need to have a marriage counselor or a professional counselor of any sort for every problem that we experience in life. I definitely believe there are times when professional therapy can help. I definitely believe these are very smart, intelligent people who have the best of intentions, but I do feel like some of our marriage counseling is failing us. I feel like some of the ideas and techniques for having a better marriage or having a better relationship are a little outdated. And a big reason for me kind of coming to this conclusion is a book that me and my fiance have been reading. It's called The Seven Principles to Making Marriage Work by this author and Dr. John Gottman. And his ideas and thoughts behind marriage are so incredibly fresh. It's it's just such a fresh perspective and it's so encouraging and hopeful. And it's really interesting because Dr. Gottman is able to predict whether a couple will get divorced or not with 91% accuracy. And I don't want to deep dive into this whole book right now because we're going to dedicate this whole show to this book in an upcoming episode in the very, very near near future. But I want to give you a little taste of what's in there. And so some of the biggest things that kind of resonated with me that Dr. uh, Gottman talks about is the fact that You know, communication, we all know, is such a huge aspect to any relationship. We need to communicate. It needs to be open. It needs to be honest. But in one aspect of communication, what we see from modern day marriage counselors a lot is the fact that if you have problems in your relationship, and who doesn't, but any problems or issues that you have in relationships, you need to sit down and you need to hammer it out until that problem or that issue is 100% completely resolved. Otherwise, your marriage or relationship 
is going to fail. And Dr. Gottman in his book will prove to you that that is just not the case. Not everything in our relationships is going to be solvable. But the most successful relationships do have a way of communicating. There is a certain understanding to our different thought processes. There's respect. And all of these things go into it. But it's very, very interesting, his theory on communication. And again, we're going to be taking that deep dive into that book in a future episode that will be coming up very shortly. So I look forward to talking to you about that. And it's definitely a book I would recommend that you get to check out. That being said, in today's show, I really wanted to share with you, it's kind of some of the more personal side to me, right? We've all had relationships. We've all been in them. We make mistakes. They go bad. Things happen just the way it goes. This is just part of being in the world of relationships. But I think too many times, and I know that I am 100% guilty of this, we settle and we stay in relationships when we know we shouldn't. And I am so guilty of this in the past. And if you're out there right now and you're relating to these feelings, you're relating to these thoughts, if you're in a relationship that you know is just not right and you're staying because you're settling or you're convincing yourself that somehow, some way, things are going to change, things are going to get better, it's time to change that thought process. It's time to take a step back and reevaluate, reassess, and make the decision that's going to be best for your life. When I was in my 20s, my very early 20s, I started seeing a woman. We wound up having a 10-year relationship in which we were engaged to be married. Unfortunately, I saw a lot of issues in the relationship at that time, and I wound up calling off the engagement a couple months before the marriage. Now, looking back in hindsight, what I've learned from that relationship is that the, rela the relationship and the problems with it weren't all that dire at the time. <laughs> I mean, you just learn over time, right, that relationships will always have these little nitpicky issues, if you will. They don't have to be big deals. We can let them go. But I was young and immature, and I blew everything way out of proportion. And really the bottom line and what it comes down to is that relationship just wasn't going to work because it wasn't the right time for that relationship. We were on completely different maturity levels and wanted different things out of life at that point. And that's just happened sometimes with relationships. Sometimes it's just not the right time. A few years later, I met another woman and we wound up getting married after being together for six years. Now, I just talked about settling and staying in relationships when you know you shouldn't. And that's exactly what I did in this relationship. She had a young daughter, two years old, and there were a lot of problems between us over the child because it's very difficult. And many of you out there may be in this position and you can probably relate to this, but it's very difficult to come into the ready-made family and be a step-parent. It's really hard to figure out where you fit in. And a lot of times I know some of the problems that I had. And, and again, a lot of times other people probably out there can relate to this. The step parent that you're with, right? They may want you there during the good times, but then when it comes time to discipline or make the rules, they question your motives for that. And they don't really want you involved in that part of it. 
And so the lines are very gray, right? They get very blurred. And as a step parent, it's really difficult to understand what your role is and where you fit in exactly. But at any rate, we got married and divorced within seven months after the marriage. I knew it wasn't right. And unfortunately, we had bought a house, gotten married. And when you do those things, it just adds on to the difficulty or the challenges to end the relationship. It makes it far more overwhelming. But I did and moved on. A couple years later, I met another woman. Now, she happened to be 13 years younger than me at the time, but I really didn't see that as being an issue. There wasn't an attraction for me just because she was 13 years younger. But looking back, I know what the attraction was. The attraction was the fact that she was 13 years younger and the relationship was much simpler, right? In the relationship before, there was a stepchild, there was a house. Things were complicated, things were messy. This relationship was simple and easy. That was the attraction. But it was also the reason why ultimately the relationship wasn't going to work. And it didn't. And a year and a half later, we got divorced. Now, to complicate things further with these two relationships I just discussed, another huge part of the reason that they ended was that both women were unfaithful. In the first marriage, there was evidence to suggest it. It wasn't as concrete that she was having the affair, but there, like I said, was evidence that she was. And that's just a deal breaker for me. In the second marriage, the evidence was more concrete. And so that relationship ended too, in large part due to the infidelity. But these are the things that happen in relationships. I knew both of them weren't right, and it was really just a matter of time before they imploded. So shortly after my second divorce, I meet a woman who's my age, has a good job, has a home. Everything seemed to kind of be okay on paper, and everything was okay probably for the first nine months, 12 months maybe. And then all of a sudden, the true colors started to come out. And the relationship took a drastic turn to becoming very, very toxic. And we talk about settling and we talk about staying in relationships with thought processes like, when this happens, it'll change and things will get better and I'll be happy then. And all of these different lies that we tell ourselves. And we convince ourselves that these things are going to happen and everything is going to just turn around. There's going to be some magic bullet. We wound up being together for 10 years and the relationship ended about a year and a half ago. And you might be thinking, you knew it was bad after nine months, 12 months. Why in the world would you stay in that relationship? Well, it's the reasons that I just told you, right? We all settle sometimes. We all convince ourselves that things are going to change and things are going to get better somehow in some form or some way. You see it all the time with couples. They may not have a good relationship, but they believe that if they have a baby, that'll change this person and that will make us happy. That will be the magic formula to bring us, you know, this fairy tale relationship. Or if we buy this house, that is just going to change everything. That's just going to make everything so much better. And we're going to, we're going to be happy then when we do that, that doesn't work. If your relationship has problems and you're settling and you know the relationship just isn't right for you. Babies, houses, any kind of material thing isn't the answer. Those things may place a 
band-aid on the problems for a short period, maybe a couple months, maybe a year, who knows how long. But the band-aid eventually will get ripped off and all of your problems will resurface. Problems don't go away. That is one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned in relationships. Your problems don't go away. Nothing takes them away other than dealing with them. And unfortunately, a large part of that is going to depend on the person you're with. This 10-year toxic relationship was so toxic. And there was no communication because I don't know whether it was an ego thing. I don't know. That's what it always seemed to me. It was it was such an ego thing. But you know, there, there was no discussion. The minute I started to talk, she would just scream and yell and talk over me and, and basically just like bully the conversation. And I never got a word out edgewise. And there was no listening to what I had to say. There was no concern for what I had to say. Whatever she thought was the truth was the truth. And this was for everybody in her life. I saw this time and time again. It didn't matter what the real truth was. All that mattered is what she believed and she would scream and yell and she wouldn't let people talk in, in disputes. And that's just no, that's not communication. And so what eventually happened to me very quickly, actually, was I quickly learned there's just no talking to this person. So I, during any dispute, would just shut down. I wouldn't talk, just shut down, wouldn't say a word because what was the point? I couldn't get a word out. I wasn't heard. Everything I said just wasn't true because it didn't align with what her truth was in her head. These things can't exist in relationships. Relationships needs to be about working together. Right? That's definitely not communication. Very poor communication. And when you have a toxic relationship, the poor communication just makes everything more and more toxic. And before you know it, everything is just gone. Communication respect, all of it just disappears. But after this 10-year relationship ended about a year and a half ago, I was really like, at this point, I'm like, hey, I just, I kind of really felt beat down. I felt really lost. I felt really hopeless. I felt very negative about relationships. I'm never going to get married again. I don't know what I'm going to do when it comes to a relationship. I don't really care to have one. I don't want to be in one. This is, these are like the thoughts going through my head. These are the feelings I'm having. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt so lost and hopeless? Because every experience you have with a relationship is just so negative. This is how it was for me. And so I said to myself, you know what? I'm a single guy. I'm going to go out and have a little fun. I'm going to do a little self-exploration and I'm going to have a good time for a while. So that's what I did for a few months. And then very unexpectedly one day on social media and this girl made a comment on a post and I made a comment back to her just being kind of flirtatious and joking with her and we started talking and we started talking a lot and within a week we decided we were going to meet. Now this story is very interesting at least to us and hopefully you find this interesting as well. Maybe you have a similar experience but We started talking and what we discovered is that one, we grew up less than 10 minutes apart. We went to the same high school. We had all of the same friends. And that's, of course, how we met initially, right? With the social media comments. 
one of our friends had posted something. She commented, and then I commented to her. So we grew up near each other, went to school, had all the same friends, went to all the same high school parties, found out that we both worked retail in a mall, and we worked almost directly across the hallway from each other. Our fathers worked in local community groups together. And there's a little bit more to add to that list, but you get the point. You see where I'm going here. There were a lot of things throughout our lives where our paths had crossed many times. And yet throughout all of this, we never knew each other. We never met. We never knew each other. And now here we are in our early 50s and we've met finally. Now, I don't know about you, and I know me and my fiance talk about this all the time, but we both believe that there is some sort of higher power in the universe that kind of has this plan for all of us. And sometimes the plan isn't always clear. Sometimes it's not, it doesn't make much sense, right? And sometimes we have to wait years to understand why we had to go through something in life. And sometimes we know immediately. But we both believe that the universe was at play here to some degree in bringing us together. I talked earlier in the show that my relationship in the 20s, right? It wasn't the right time. It just wasn't the right time. And relationships and timing are so key. And we both feel that this is probably the reason we didn't meet. Because I'm like, you would have hated me if you had known me in high school. I was such a little brat, right? This perverted little horny high school boy. And I'm like, you would have just hated me back then. And she's like, yeah, you probably wouldn't have liked me very much either. So maybe that's why we didn't meet. Maybe that's why the universe didn't bring us together. Maybe we were meant to meet now and the stars were supposed to align. But the bottom line is, is that we have known each other now for almost a year. Neither of us planned on a relationship. Even when we met, it was really just to meet go out for a drink, have a little fun, do something together. But the bottom line is that we connected, wow, I mean, like nothing I've ever experienced. Very, very strong connection, which obviously led to us falling in love. And now we were recently engaged to be married. A year ago, when we met, I didn't want to get married. I was pretty sure I would never get married. But she has restored my faith in love. She has restored my faith in relationships. And I couldn't be happier than I am today. And we have such an amazing relationship. Relationships that I've only heard about, dreamt about. Our communication is so open and honest. And I'll tell you what, when you have a relationship where you are completely open and completely honest. It's difficult. Don't get me wrong. There were times where it was very hard to say certain things to her about my past or about whatever we were talking about. It wasn't always easy, but I forced myself to do it because I believed that in the end, it was only going to make our relationship stronger. And guess what? I was right. We both did this. It's really hard to be open sometimes, to be brutally open because we feel so vulnerable. We feel like the other person is going to judge us or reject us or both. And it's so difficult to be in that position, but we got to do it. 
It really does make our relationships a thousand times better. And if someone is going to judge you or reject you because of who you are, then they're not the right person for you. Move on. But know that from the beginning, right? As opposed to what I did where you spend 10 years trying to tell yourself that things are going to get better when you know damn well they're not. So I'm here to tell you that if you're in a relationship right now and you're scared to leave for one reason or another, you're afraid of the change. If you're settling and you're sharing all of these feelings and thoughts, these negative feelings and thoughts that we've been talking about today, please reevaluate. Don't be afraid to make a change. Find someone that you can have a relationship where you are happy and healthy. This is so important. And this has happened to me. And this is the reason, the inspiration behind this podcast. One of the things that me and my fiance did, well, I should say have done since we met, we started playing this thing called the question game. And every night we'd be laying down in bed, just relaxing. And this question game was nothing more than us asking each other's questions. We would take turns. She would ask one. I would ask one. But A question does not include a duplicate question, right? So if she asked me, hey, what's your favorite color? And I answer, I can ask her the question, what's your favorite color? She has to answer, but then I still have to ask my own original question. So this is how we did it, right? You can do it however you want, of course, but this is how we did it. And we did this every night and we would do this for hours and we learned so much about each other. And the question's, literally did start off like this, right? And this is what I would recommend when you get in a new relationship, play this game, do something similar to this. This is such a great way to get to know your potential partner. Start off with easy questions. Where did you go to school? Where did you grow up? How many different places have you lived? How many different cars have you had? What was your favorite place to live and why? What was your least favorite place to live and why? Where did you go to school? What were your parents like? Did you have any brothers and sisters? This is what we did. But then, then you're going to see though, as you do this, right? You start to learn about each other and you start to feel closer and closer to one another. You're building that bond. But then you're going to start to work up to those really difficult questions. Wait till you get to the question where you go, okay, I'm going to throw a bomb out there now and I want you to tell me what is your biggest sexual fantasy? This question usually makes most couples crumble because this is where we really start to feel vulnerable. This is where we really start to feel like someone is going to look at us and reject us and be like, what are you, some kind of freak? Everybody has sexual fantasies. That's just the way it goes. It's human nature. And it is... So freeing and amazing when you can share all of this information with your partner and you don't have any secrets. Have you ever been in a relationship? Let's, and we'll just stay on the topic of sexual fantasies right now, just because it's so easy and good for the conversation, but it could be other things, obviously. Have you ever had a sexual fantasy though, that you never shared with a partner and maybe the conversation was dancing around sexual fantasies and you were you felt like petrified inside to say anything because you're like, oh my God, this person's going to think I'm crazy. And like I said, it can be another topic too. 
something that you have inside that you haven't shared with your partner. And there's times when it comes up and you're afraid that something about you is going to be revealed to them and you're petrified that they're going to reject you or think very poorly of you. You ever been in those situations? Most of us have. Most of us have been in those situations a lot of times throughout relationships. Let me tell you something. When your partner knows everything about you because you've shared it with them, you don't have those stresses anymore. You don't have those worries. They're not judging you. They're not going to reject you. They're going to accept you and love you for who you are because that's a healthy relationship. And this is what I want, again, from this podcast is for everyone to have this experience because I have finally had it and it is the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced in life. That is where we're gonna end today's show. I hope that you've learned a little bit about me today and my inspiration for this podcast. I also hope that if you are one of those people out there in a relationship that is toxic or you feel like you're settling, I hope this episode gives you the courage to at least start thinking about reevaluating your relationship and your life. Thank you so much for stopping by. I look forward to seeing everyone in the next episode. <laughs>